1: Overtime with Dylan Carroll and Rosero. of course. Today, joined by the man Rocco in the booth because our guy Julio Sanchez is floating down some lake. He was mad right now. because
2: and he didn't get an invited. invite for the media game, so he decided to go <laughs> take a vacation in Minnesota on a float trip <laughs> so that he can around. blow some steam off. Because, <laughs> and I should have done the same thing too because I'm I'm very offended by that Sporting didn't invite me. He didn't invite you game. either,
0: though. That kind of I mean,
2: no, because I, I I we talked in the group chat yesterday. I told him I I can't. Swim, so I don't want to fall in the water and die. So that's a liability. And he, and Julio he came
1: back lift. with like, "Bro, you just float. You yeah. don't have to no, I'm fall have to in the swim. water. And
2: like, I'm a drill.
1: <laughs> I was dying. But... I know myself. <laughs> anyway, really excited about uh, this next topic. So James Harden is who we are talking about today. Um, obviously, a Houston Rockets star. Um, he the beard. <laughs> recently. He
2: has a great beard. I Dude, I want I want his beard.
1: I okay. Let's talk about this quickly. How. Can you be his girlfriend while he has that beard? Maybe you
2: like the scratchy stuff on your face. I don't, I can't. Or maybe you just put up with it because he's really good at basketball and he's really rich. He probably has a lot of
0: girlfriends too. Oh, he probably has a lot of girlfriends.
2: I'm sure, but. What's he messing around with some chick? Uh, some famous yes, chick definitely I can't messing
0: around with Some chick Some chick. Some, chick? some, famous jersey some retired famous retired chick. a jersey retired At a strip club somewhere Did you know that I would that not, not, not be surprised oh, That is legend Man that is, is, legend. Man, a legend. That is le- man It makes sense why he likes He's got a so jersey
2: retired At a strip club Yeah bro <laughs> Yeah
0: What have we that done is, today Right what
2: oh, have I done today yeah. You're a veteran you're, you're an MVP
1: I just can't imagine Being a female Like your face would be like All scratched up I feel like
0: No kisses i
1: see him
0: kissing No you James Harden He's kissing ties No he's
2: James Harden Nah, yeah, he He's guess. like, you're going to put up with that beard. Yeah. I want maybe that
1: that beard. No. Or maybe they're going to choose not to stick around long.
2: I want that beard. Oh. Or maybe he chooses not <laughs> to stick around so you don't have to worry about getting tired of that beard.
1: Anyway, I am uh, very excited about this. So maybe he listened to Snoop Dogg and Snoop's... Um, His rant rant about um, just supporting women's soccer. Obviously, that was monetarily. But James Harden, um, the Houston Rockets star, like which I just talked about, purchased a minority stake in the ownership group that runs MLS's team, Houston Dynamo. And obviously, that team also owns the NWSL, the National Women's Soccer League, Houston Dash team, Um, as well as the stadium, too. So BBVA Stadium, where the teams play their home games. I think this is amazing. I think this is... What needs to be happening. And I think that this has a lot to do with the fact that the women just crushed two World Cups in a row. Do you think this happens if they didn't do that?
2: I think, yeah. I you think I don't, it still I happens. Yeah, I think, I don't think Harden. I mean cuz that's a big investment that you're making by purchasing 5% of these teams. So I, I don't think this was like a spur of the moment deal. Okay. I think he probably does that anyways because I think he's invested in the Houston sports scene and and he and he's I mean he he's with Adidas. Adidas is really in on soccer. They're probably mm-hmm. the top brand for soccer in the world. So he's been around that. He knows these these players and you know not just here in the US but in Europe, in South America, et cetera. So he's he's in on the soccer game for a while now. So mm-hmm. I don't think this is something that he would have done just because they won the they won the World Cup. I think this was more so just like it's – I think it was a situation where, like, you, you know, when you buy ownership stakes, it's it's a long yeah. process. It's and not a lot knee-jerk reaction. No, no. <laughs> that's a lot of money. Yeah. Especially with the val- – like, the valuation of these MLS teams are starting to go up now – and so we're talking like uh, I think the, what, the sporting group bought um, the Wizards from the Hunt family. Right, the Hunt family it like? put it two
1: for sale. Million? Three million. Oh, I, I don't it was. know the number, but Maybe they were. It was like that.
2: But their valuation is way higher now. It's I, I probably mean, that like was
1: what ten years ago, eight years. Yeah, ago? it was
2: like almost a decade ago, and now it's like I think their valuation is like two hundred. And million, this is two like
1: teams. That. This is men and women. Yeah. And. The stadium. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, obviously, that's the same with sporting as far as the stadium and the men's team. But, I mean, this is huge. Yeah, I agree with you. It's a big investment. Um, it's a big commitment because this is not a one-year-and-done type thing. This investment is going to be a long time. Um, I have to say, though, I've been to MLS games in at BV, BBVA Stadium. I've been to um, two men's games, and they are, like, empty absolutely empty I mean I'm talking like high school soccer crowds Yikes! it's and so the fact that he's doing this I'm hoping that you know maybe I mean I don't think now NBA fans down in Houston are going to go to a game just because Harden bought in my, my, <laughs> but maybe, maybe he starts might. showing up every now and again and it brings people in but I'm telling you those stands were like empty empty like it was it was um Almost embarrassing for
0: them. Well, putting and... a face like James Harden's on any sort of franchise that's needing publicity, that mm-hmm. couldn't do anything but help it. Every time sure. he goes out and wears one of their shirts, I mean, he's liable to—they're liable to gain somebody new who's interested. Hopefully, right? Hopefully, you hope so for sure. Yeah, that is—that's that
1: is...
2: that's one of the things that uh, I noticed when Sporting played Dallas last year mm-hmm. in Dallas. Mm-hmm. There's nobody at that stadium. <laughs> nobody, and the, da- FC Dallas has been really good for a while. They they've been one of the they've been one of the better teams in the Western Conference. And they have for a great years. youth program too. Great youth program and nobody cares in that city. There is nobody at those games. It's so bad. And they don't it's not like they it's not like they play in a football stadium or anything. They play in like a 20,000 maybe yeah, 30,000 person stadium, yeah, exactly. something like that, and it was empty and I'm like, "You guys got a good team." But it's like, "Yeah, we're football. We're a football city and we like the Mavericks too." And they couldn't give a damn about FC Dallas. And so I think one of the things that, and I, and maybe we could see Patrick Mahomes kind of do this too. He doesn't need to, but we could see Mahomes do this I would be okay too, with it. Of maybe he decides, hey, you know what? Maybe I'll put some money in on sporting. Maybe I'll invest in there and try to, help them out as far as marketing goes because i think that's one of the things that you have seen in and like in like baseball has done this where they have had like these celebrity owners if you will like magic johnson is Mm -hmm. he's he's part of an ownership group that owns the dodgers or nfl teams where you got like was it mark anthony and and jennifer lopez who had like an ownership stake in the dolphins you know stuff like that remember that yeah, and then and obviously now you've got some soccer names who are investing in other teams. David Beckham with inner uh with Inter Miami, their yeah. goofy ass name or whatever, <laughs> trying to copy off of Inter Milan. And now you are seeing a lot of these these stars trying to invest in other sports in order to help them out. And obviously like this is pretty clearly him investing in it so that he can help grow the game in the exactly. city of Houston. Patrick and Mahomes
0: is interesting, too, just because, like, we know he's kind of the king of Kansas City already, and his potential oh, yeah. is so high. Plus, we remember him at the Sporting Kansas City game, and he was getting He, he has was, been to multiple games. Well, the one that was all over the news, though, I was, he was he, having Yeah, fun. they were in the
1: crowd. I mean, he, he has, has been to – I remember seeing probably a handful. We talked about it. his girlfriend did play soccer in college probably there's some interest there but i think that this is this hard doing this this move is a huge just example of how to be an athlete that impacts your community i mean he's quoted right here as just saying i'm excited about the opportunity to join the ownership group of houston dynamo houston dash and be proud i'm proud to be a part of the club with tremendous history but right here he said this is my home now and i saw this as a way to invest in my city expand my business and at the same time grow soccer it's growing. It's exploded throughout the country in my lifetime, so I've been a fan of the game for several years, and I know that Houston has a massive soccer fan base, so it was an easy decision for me. But I'm just, I'm just proud that he's doing this at this time. Um, obviously, you know, we've seen a decline in youth football, due to injuries and um, parents starting to just try to shy away from that. Concussion
2: concerns and whatnot.
1: And then obviously the growth of soccer um, has been tremendous. But, again, I just, yes, I'm biased and I'm huge at soccer. I'm so grateful, especially because they do support their NWSL team. But um, this, to me, is just what athletes should be doing. You know, they should be ambassadors for their city. They should be role models. They should be giving back.
2: I think, though, that one of the most important things about this is the fact that – the Dash and the Dynamo are tied together. In exactly. And that's one of the things I think is going to be important for the future of the NWSL, mm-hmm. much in the same way it is for like the WNBA. Like yes. The WNBA is owned by the NBA. They run it, they own it, and because of that, they are financially invested in
1: it. Mm-hmm. They have resources, yes. they have you know the proper treatment and yeah. care of players, etc. That's not the case with the NWSL. Yeah,
2: and that to me is going to be important for women's soccer here in the U.S., <laughs> Is there being an investment in it from the men's side?
1: It is It is absolutely insane, the difference of—I went to a Port- Portland Thorns game, so the women's team in Portland. Yeah. Um, very highly supported by their MLS partner, um, and they had over 15,000 people in the stands. It was insane. It was crazy. It was hot. Um, but these fans were there. Nothing was going to keep them from that game. And then I go to my backyard in Kansas City, a huge soccer city, and there are maybe 3,000.
2: Yeah. I mean, where were and they, it is, oh where my were they playing at before? They, soccer. Yeah, they were playing. At, at, it was and,
1: unacceptable. And yeah. It was just not okay. And unfortunately, they obviously left the city. They were bought out. They're now in Salt Lake City. Um, but it is It, it is. I can't even describe the difference when an MLS team supports their NWSL, the the women's team. It is night and day different. Mm. And I can't speak enough about the importance of MLS and NWSL trying to eventually partner just for the growth of the game in general.
2: Yeah, I think that they have to, if they really, because it, it's, it's, it's important for both sides because the women need the financial support that the men's side have.
1: And I know that they're new, and I know MLS is new as well. Yeah. But... I mean, it's just not an excuse. They have to grow together. Like you just said, it just makes sense. Why would you not do
2: that? And plus, if you're the men's side and you're looking at the fact that the women have been really successful in international play and it's helped grow the soccer fandom in the United States because of their play, you got to ride off of that momentum too. And Mm -hmm. I think that's why it's a mutually beneficial relationship because right now the women's side is building up the interest in the sport and they are playing so well that they are becoming newsworthy. Exactly. And then the men's side—they've got the money. It's got to be newsworthy, and we've got to get to a point where both sides are performing well, and both sides are able to be financially stable.
1: Right. And I mean, it's not not to beat a dead horse, but we obviously saw it clear as day. The men just did not qualify for the World Cup, and then no. the women won their second in a row. What what <laughs> more do these women need to do to make so us realize that? And and furthermore, let's you know I know we're going to break here. At, like looking over at European leagues. Leagues over there, teams over there have strong women's programs, and yes, we are the strongest women's team in—I would say—women's soccer. Our country is, but these other programs that are starting to do things more professionally, they're going to catch us yeah. if we don't start supporting our leagues. We're going to start—you know—that field is going to be leveled soon.
2: Yeah, like right now, here's and this, this is that's the biggest problem that they're going to run into. The NWSL is is not going since they don't have the financial support if you look at all these other European male club, male mm-hmm. teams, these clubs are starting women's teams now. Yeah, that's and what I'm saying, and they're doing hundreds, it the right way. They've got hundreds of millions of dollars at their disposal.
1: And some of our American U.S. women yeah. are going over there to play. Yeah. We don't want that to be happening. And
2: that's not because that's going to hurt the NWSL. Exactly. And that's if you want to grow soccer here, you want this to be the best place for people to play because that's the yeah. reason why it's not, that, it's not as popular here as it is in other countries because it, it ain't the best here. And that's the problem. If, if you want people to get into it, it has to be the best here. And that's the reason why they got to they gotta stop that quick. And they got to make yeah. sure that they're paying these women and giving them good working conditions so that people are invested in it.
1: Yep, we saw multiple World Cup champions tweeting out, hey, thanks for watching us at the World Cup. You can watch us all year long at the NWSL level. So please look into that. Uh, when we return, we're going to be talking about a huge basketball tournament happening in Kansas City right now. Overtime with Jillian and Chris. 610 Sports Radio. And we are back in with more overtime. It's been, uh, what? We talked about this earlier, but it was like a month. Gap it was a month our gap last between show. shows, yeah. and then last show was
0: actually shorter. Mm-hmm. So minutes. we
1: get a uh, full, we full get a two full two
2: hours today. Don't we'll to look worry. out
1: now.
2: Yeah, we're not going to do a four-minute final segment here no. to try to do a rush. Dead to me. We got an interesting development uh, during the break. Jillian Carroll, she was wincing. She was had to stretch out. Let's I think see. she might be hurt. Let's and sporting Kansas City, if if
1: listen if to she this can't guy. go,
2: just let me know. PSA. I will run home real quick. I will grab my cleats. I will grab my shin guards. And I, I got some, I grab my joggers. I'm going to play in some joggers. Because.
1: Uh, this kid's crazy. He's trying I'm, to, he's just trying so I mean, hard to get to this I'll day. grab my mouth guard. I'll grab yeah. my oh,
2: yeah, whistle. I'm a, yeah, I'm going to get my mouth guard too. I, I was a mouthpiece guy. Like, I, I like mouthpiece. <laughs> yeah, I was, I had a, uh, I had a, I, I did the undershirt deal. But yeah, no, like I will go out there and I will fill in Team Welniac. Or whatever your team name is. Oh no! You can't
1: be on my team. You can be on the team I play. Again. No, because
2: you're on Welniak's team. So like, what, what's your team name? Team Welniak. It's just Team Welniak. You yes. guys didn't think of That's like a cool fair. name?
1: We have Team Welniak. That's not cool. Team Officer.
2: That's not a cool name. You I guys mean, have well, to... you
1: could just go ahead and just call us winners if you want.
2: Mm-hmm. Shots fired. <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was a terrible joke. You guys you have to come up winners. with a cool team name. No, That's like a, Patrick a month. from
1: Sporting Kansas City is very efficient and very uh, in line. He's very organized with this media game, and he named one team Team Wilniak and the other Team Officer. We
2: got to have a talk. I'm going to talk to Patrick next year, which is the next time I go we to know know a Sporting. know you are. Game.
1: Patrick, look out. He might be hitting you up tonight. Sorry about that. Yeah, send yeah I'm going to send him, a, I'm gonna
2: send him <laughs> an email. Like, so, Patrick, about this invite. <laughs>
1: Oh, man. Anyway, turning the tables here uh, to the court. So, we talked about it happening in Kansas City right now. Actually, it might be over at this point. I'm not unsure of the exact schedule. still going on. The uh, Big Three Basketball yeah. Tournament, Ice Cube's Big Three Basketball League, excuse me, not tournament. It's
2: going until 6 p.m. Um,
1: okay. I believe it started at 6 up. Uh, started, started at, at, start
2: two. at 2 p.m. Actually, no, it's, it's going to go on till 5 p.m. That was okay. Eastern time. So, so we're almost there. We got 38 there. Mi- 37 and a half minutes to enjoy some Big 3 basketball. Is, is it on TV? It's, it's on, on TV. TV. It's on CBS Sports. I'm watching soccer. Uh, it's right on here. CBS Big right three three. Now. We, should we should probably have, have it on, on instead of this Y'all talking golf about nonsense? soccer and I'm watching it. It's yeah. Rough. I'm going to turn it over because we got this stupid golf on television. But right I think
1: now. this is just a cool.
2: Yeah, Tri-State versus Three-Headed Monsters.
1: Three-Headed
2: Monsters. They have some interesting names.
1: All right. Are y'all well, watching it too now? Yeah, yeah it's okay, on cool. now, finally. I just think this is cool, A, that it came to Kansas City, but B, the fact that Ice Cube is behind this in this big three basketball league, just keeping the old heads on the court, <laughs> just making some money.
0: <laughs> he was in the travel, studio the other day, too.
1: Traveling around. What's that?
0: He was in the studio the other day, too. Yeah, I heard. Ice Cube, that's
1: cool. Dude, I about Cube was fluked insane. out when yeah, I heard that. Yeah, came up yesterday, bro. Why
2: the bleep didn't anybody tell me? That's no, one I of my That's thought, definitely um, intentional. That's me. one of my heroes. Yeah,
1: <laughs> That was pretty cool, though. Huh? Um, and again, to have it right here in Kansas City, uh, three former KU alumni players are in the league that I'm sure we all know. Drew Gooden, Julian Wright, and Mario Chalmers. Um, cool to see some familiar faces. Um, and again, just cool that the the league slash well, the games of the league, obviously they travel around, but it's cool that it's here in Kansas City.
0: If Mario Chalmers hits a game winning shot. That place is going crazy. (laughs) Mario's Miracle 2, roll it.
2: Can I make a confession here? Hit it. I fell asleep at the end of that KU Memphis game. <laughs> oh, God. I, I was asleep. I woke up right as an <laughs> overtime started. You missed out. Well, so now there
1: is a huge I picture so of pissed. him taking the shot. It's downtown. You can catch it if you um, – one side of the building is Beazler. Yeah. The other side, if you turn the corner around yeah. – the, um, They
2: showed the replay of it plenty Tombers. of times. But yeah. I was I – was, seriously, I was dozing off at the end because I was like, Memphis was up late. So I was like, oh, they're not. And then I fell asleep and I was dozing off. And then I woke up right as overtime started. I was like, what? And I was like, and then they they replayed the shot. I was like, I missed that live. What the bleep? Yeah, I was, I felt bad about that.
1: I think this is another cool, just, um, movement I guess if you will just kind of crossing industries so we all know I always hear like ballers want to be rappers and rappers want to be ballers but I feel like Ice Cube is doing more than just that I feel like he's just providing some more opportunity for these guys to keep playing for their fans to keep seeing them and obviously I'm sure that money is involved right yeah
2: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I think it's good that this this league started in 2017, I believe, and it's really good that it's yeah. still around because a lot of times when we see these minor league sports, these, these minor sports teams, these sports leagues, yep. generally, like we saw earlier this year with uh, the AAF where they uh, didn't right. even finish their season, yeah. they were around for like, what was it, seven, eight weeks, and then... Yeah. They, because they thought they were going to be able to make a lot more money than they ended up making, yeah. and I'm they wrong. were out of business. And so it's good to see. Now, obviously, yeah, you got a bunch of old heads, and you got Joe Johnson's old ass tearing that <laughs> league up right now. Like, so that's that's interesting that you you know Joe Johnson, who couldn't get on the court at the end of his NBA career, is out here tearing it up right now in the Big Three. Like, that's really interesting to see. It's really cool because obviously, you know, some of these were some really big names, right? You know, so yeah. that's really cool to see. And I think it's really cool that they're going around and touring and showing, you know, being able to tour and get people to go to their games. Cause it, I mean, it can be hard to get people to go out there and invest in your product Mm -hmm. like that. But it's actually really cool that they do it during the summer when there's not that much going on. Because right now, you really only have you have these you you got baseball, you got yeah baseball, you got exhibition soccer going on right now. I know Real Madrid is about to put the beat down on FC Bayern tonight, and now you've got your nice little big three basketball going on here and it's cool that they're touring around and coming to places like Kansas City.
1: I do think that is really cool that they're they're moving around every weekend to get some games in and you know obviously last week we had um local guy Ryan Mog Josh from Four mm-hmm. Seasons podcast on talking about just the efforts and um just kind of the buzz about bringing NBA to Kansas City. I think this coming to Kansas City is is obviously a good thing and maybe maybe result of their efforts i don't know but i just think it's it's cool to have it we do have the sprint center which is an amazing facility so seeing you know nba-ish level of basketball
2: very ish too. (laughs) it is very um
1: i think no i think that's great i think it's cool for the city and obviously we're so centrally located so this is a midwest thing obviously so i'm sure there are people coming in from all over um,
2: I wonder how many people go went to the went went to this big three event. I'll yeah. be interested to see that because right. that could be like a good barometer test mm-hmm. for the NBA mm-hmm. as to their you know, whether
0: or not. I don't think it's gonna happen. I don't think it's gonna happen. No, I mean, I think we'll get an NBA team eventually. I don't, but think, I don't think, we'll, think this is a barometer I necessarily. I, I understand why, but I like, I don't think we. Will.
1: I don't think it hurts the cause at all. No, it doesn't hurt the
0: cause. at thing for is, sure, is, I think like NFL draft to go further.
2: I think if nobody went to this thing. Oh, yeah. That it would be hurt. Rough.
0: It would hurt. The NBA like, eh, but who would go was if it wasn't the... for Ice Cube and Mario Chalmers? You said what? Potentially, who would be going if it wasn't for Ice Cube and Mario Chalmers?
1: I'm sure that if there are some NBA fans here and this game yeah, is here, there's and, a lot of, there's, you know what I'm saying? Like, why not go? I grew up around a
0: lot of NBA
2: fans, so, like, it's just a matter of sure. how many show up because that's the big thing is, like, it's a, and, b- it's a matter of yeah, how many and can you draw
1: as obviously we we all know we don't have nba here but we have such strong college basketball that i do think yeah. that there is a There's, desire for it here so yeah. i think that if they're going to be in town then people are going to go and i think sure. if
2: we and i think and that's why I, like when i said like I, I i went to the wolves and heat game when they played at the sprint center a few years ago oh, okay and i was like and it was packed house I was gonna Say
1: those are always packed
2: it was a packed house and uh, obviously you had Chalmers playing for the Heat at the time, Andrew Wiggins and Cole Aldridge were playing for the Wolves at the time. And I remember just being like, you know, like I went on the air the next day and I was like, I think the NBA could work here. Because I think there are is enough. I mean, because basketball's huge. Obviously, we got the college basketball experience. Mm-hmm. And I think that people would be really into seeing these guys further, especially, like, not just that, not just KU guys, K-State guys, Mizzou guys, but the Duke guys. Because, obviously, Duke is producing tons and tons right. of top they're, talent. Because they You <laughs> know, North Carolina, they would be interested in that because I think there's a lot of really, really big college basketball fans here right. because you've got three power five schools within two and a half hours. So – I think it. I think it would work because there's such a big fan base here. So that's the reason why I. I think yeah. Like and it does kind of. It does look like they got a pretty good, pretty good attendance there. Uh, thus far, you get Gary yeah, Payton over been not there. bad
0: there. No. Yeah, I mean, and yeah, and it's been
2: bad. like that everywhere they've Ooh. went. Uh, everywhere they've gone, they. It's not. It's not been packed houses. It's been you know kind of some empty seats here and there, which is going to be expected because sure. you know this isn't primo basketball, you're going to see. So, But I do think it, it, it is something that could look reflect well on Kansas City should they be considered for an NBA franchise, whether it be someone moving here or them getting an expansion franchise, which right. I think it would be more likely that it would be a team that moves here. I don't think expansion is going to happen.
1: Well, regardless, I think it's awesome that it's here. Shout out to um, everybody who went. And, of course, to Ice Cube for getting behind this. Um, I'm still mad I missed him. <laughs> I know, I'm very mad. So cool I'm that he was pissed here.
2: that Spec didn't send me an email <laughs> so I could fanboy out. I would have left work and I would have showed up here. Would you get your copy of
0: Friday signed by him? Oh, or would you guy, or I you would do not be that guy. I
2: don't have Friday on DVD.
0: Actually, Friday After Next. I next don't. Actually, actually, I actually, I
2: actually, I don't have Friday. I no. I actually do like Friday After Next. And then what is it? Uh, yeah, next Friday is good. Friday After Next was really underrated. Really, really underrated. I a lot of people didn't like so it. Funny. Really underrated
0: though. I feel
2: you. I know funny. I
1: said I think he is so
2: funny. Oh, I just that you said I don't know
1: funny. Oh, you look <laughs> yeah.
2: funny. No, I'm funny, I'm funny looking. Good that looking. is,
1: that he is no funny looking. All right, enough big three. Super excited it's in Kansas City. When we come back, we're turning back to Chiefs. Just wondering what you guys are thinking about uh, some of the recruits they've brought in. We'll talk about it when we get back. Overtime with Jillian and Chris,
0: 610 Sports Radio.
1: Back into overtime. I just have to share that Chris Uno Sparrow is actively pursuing a man bun.
2: Yeah. I uh yeah, <laughs> I, I confessed in the break to uh to Jillian and she betrayed my confidence 30 seconds later. And yeah, I am uh I am growing my hair out. I a lot of I've been accused for the last three months of trying to copy Patrick Mahomes' haircut. That is not true. I you mean, aren't? you've
0: always
1: that had is, this hair as long as true. I've known you. Yeah. But the funniest part ever was when you were sick and you came in and you sounded exactly yeah, like
2: I was, him. Oh, it was terrible. And so
1: from then on, we all t- I've just been giving yeah, him a hard I time. Am,
2: I am trying to get the Gareth Bale hair. If you've ever seen <laughs> Gareth Bale's, he has a beautiful samurai ponytail, man bun. That's what I'm going for. And uh it is gonna be the it is gonna be the coolest <gasps> hair in radio. So, when I when I finally get it there,
1: we need you to post updates maybe like once every two weeks. Just let us know I th- the link. Th- is coming I think along. I'm a,
2: I think I'm a couple months away from having like a comfortable. I got like a little ponytail now. <laughs> I, I I'm a couple months away from getting like a nice, good, healthy ponytail. I think by September, I'm that was my estimation here is the ETA for this ponytail. So, yeah, I'm it's, I'm working on it right now. but You're not
0: going to wait until the ponytail is, like, done before you post a picture. Like, that's cheating. We got to see the whole glow up. I know up we need um,
2: updates. One. We need updates. No, I can't. I, I, I want it to look good before I post it. We need the whole glow up, bro. Nah. <laughs> nah. You, I mean, if you've been paying attention, you've seen the glow up. But, like, Nobody see, my hair, like pretty, my hair is, like, pretty. My pretty long right now.
1: Okay, we're working on a man bun. We're working yeah. on finding him some hobbies. Look out, ladies. He does. Oh, yeah. bird Whoa, he, this, he is the glow-up is happening.
2: Ooh, is, I'm gonna look this like Gareth happening. Bale. I'm look like Gareth Bale.
1: Just ride toward, you know, the end of summer, cuffing season comes along. You're oh, that's gonna not gonna be happen. good to that's go.
2: Gonna, I'm a free agent forever. <laughs> I'm like a LeBron Team James. I sign I sign the short term deals all the time.
1: <laughs> oh goodness.
2: I ain't signing for no long term deal.
1: <laughs> well, sorry, ladies. There it was. <laughs> there it was. <laughs> Anyway, we're moving forward, talking uh, back to Chiefs. It is—I mean, training camp is around the corner, which is crazy. I think,
2: it's, I think they
1: report right. I mean, like uh, Thursday. What's say the twentieth? I think the end of this week.
2: Yeah, I think they. Right? I think they report Thursday, and I think they start practice Friday. Maybe wild, I'm wrong about
0: that.
1: Wild stuff happening, um, but we want to know what you guys are thinking about as far as. Over the past few years, um, the Chiefs have brought in players some would say with questionable character mm-hmm. or character flaws. Um, is this a problem here in Kansas City?
2: Yeah, and <laughs> this has become the big conversation point because of the Tyree Kill situation, and obviously with Frank highlighted it, it, it highlighted it. But then, even before they they. Uh, you know, had this the, the day before that Tyreek Hill audio dropped on draft day, mm-hmm. they made that deal for Frank Clark, and Frank Clark has had a domestic violence incident in his past, and on top of that, he also had some—I uh, think he had misogynistic comments about a female reporter in Seattle. So um, there's certainly some concerns there, and then uh, obviously they have had some guys in the past. Marcus Peters got kicked off his college team, so there were concerns about uh, his character when he was brought into the team. And, uh, you know, Andy Reid as a whole, he has been he has been a guy that has taken on guys that have had some issues. Ty- you know, Terrell Owens was a, a prime example. And right. probably you know, the best example. Yeah, uh, he's, Mike the Vick? Best. Mike no, Vick? he's the best. But Mike Vick's a close number, too, I think. Um, Mike Vick obviously went to jail for two years for his dog fighting, and then brought in by Andy Reid. Became their starter. I think he got like a hundred million dollar contract when he was. They're like there.
0: unique incidents, but super similar in terms of like the shock value. Yeah, like it
2: was. It was. He has. He has brought in a lot of people that have had some character issues in their past, and so now that's kind of come under a microscope. And people are asking. You know, a lot of people. I think a lot of people are accusing the Chiefs of not being good at judging character and whatnot. And here's one of the things I think that we kind of need to to understand about sports in general, is that um, we hold these athletes to a really high standard.
1: Right.
2: I think too high of a standard because we hold, like we, I think we hold athletes to a standard that we're not even holding our politicians to today.
1: That's a whole other story, unfortunately.
2: Yeah, and that's like, we're getting to a point now where we expect these people to be infallible and to go out there. And obviously there's certain things you, you, can and can't do. Obviously when we start talking about like domestic violence and you know that's certainly a line you can't cross. But like I have I see people out here with like Patrick Mahomes and last week we you know when Patrick like uh when um Julio Sanchez killed off uh Colin Coward. Colin Coward came out was criticizing Patrick Mahomes. He's ridiculous. Because he was throwing a football out of Arrowhead.
1: During his offseason During his off he season, thought he should be in his He thought his he should be book. throwing
2: precision routes, which he was, by the way. He, he has, always is. He's been working this. with his receivers. But right. for some reason, because he didn't see that in one video, he thought that, uh, you know, it. he's not working, he's not trying to get better. And it's like we hold athletes to a higher standard than we hold anybody in this country. And it's ridiculous. And it's like, look. I understand there are some things you can you cannot do, and that's not just as an athlete, but as a as a human. Being. I was
1: gonna say because I mean, be a good human. Yeah. Don't hit people. Yeah. Don't, don't degrade abuse your them. Child. Don't abuse them. Don't, that is standard. Yeah. Don't
0: do, do anything. the things your mom teaches you to do when you're alive. Yeah.
2: Don't be sexually deviant. Things like that. That's stuff that's not that's that not. To I.
1: me, is hold as far as you know some of the examples we're talking about. Um, you know, Mike Vick, for example, or. I don't know. Kareem Hunt comes. Dream you know, Hunt, prime another a, good. example. Be a good human. Do yeah. not hurt others. Yeah, I don't mean, get that... drunk
2: and hit women and fight people at bars. I think he had. I think supposedly there was a there was a report going around that he allegedly was in another bar incident a few weeks ago
1: mm, again? in Cleveland. Yeah, oh, in Cleveland. Wow, I, I don't know.
2: I don't. I didn't see any official source on it, but that was kind of the rumor going around on Twitter. I think it was like two, three weeks ago, something like that. So wow.
1: But like, so to me, uh, to your point, as far as like we hold them to higher standards than we should i don't maybe on the field for example you're talking about calling calling out mahomes for his off-season activities like that's bs to me but don't i mean no we deserve to hold these these athletes are humans they deserve to be held to the standard of be a good human yeah
2: and i'm um, but my point is like we hold them to even beyond that to where like they can't they can't be infallible they can't like if somebody on twitter goes out and says something stupid to him and they get mad and curse him out, we act, oh, it's a distraction. He's going to ruin the team, ruin the season, things like that. And Mm -hmm. it's like, look, he's doing – or, like, we have so many examples of athletes just being regular humans. They get angry when somebody, like, follows them around trying to get an autograph or whatever, and we look bad on the athlete. Oh, they pay your salary. They do this. They do that. An athlete gets mad at a fan and barks back at a fan because a fan said something degrading to him. Oh well, so so deserved it because of or this. who or got that. the
1: drink dumped on him and he reacted and it's like anybody anywhere would Ronald react. Tess. Would react. Or Metal World, now mean, he, known as
2: Metal World Peace. He
1: went like a little. Somebody chucked wild, it and that was, but It was a
2: perfectly chucked beer and he went up there. I think anybody
1: there, would be yeah. re- one to react if you that happened. You chuck that a
2: beer at me. Go. I'm running the after. But we so want our athletes to be like saying. moral saints for real. We yeah. don't want them to well, show anything besides just the utmost.
1: I think that's unfortunately part of the gig sure. and I think you can even relate it to people in media or people who are, you know, ambassadors for some sort of group. If they represent that group, like, okay, go look at your bank account. Like that's why you're held to a higher standard. Exactly. Like yeah. you signed up for this, you know what I mean? Unfortunately, like I'm not trying to come down on them because I, I, I don't agree with them being, um, you know, thrown a drink at, like, I'm not saying that that's okay, but I am saying as a person who puts myself in a situation every day, that i you know i have to be i put myself in front of the camera every single day and people have every right to email me and say i hated your story about whatever it was you know what i mean but i signed up for that and so i think it's just how you approach it but i agree with you sometimes i think we expect people athletes to be able to block out more than the average person for example is that fair i don't know it's part of the job
2: i think it's a little unfair like like, especially because these guys are going out and trying to provide for their families and people like, you know, Everybody jumping in is, there. Everybody is, though. You know yeah, what I mean? So, that's the thing, though, is like, to me is like, I, I kind of feel like we are, uh, we're expecting them to be saintly in there. And like, obviously, like, yeah, don't hurt people. Yeah, don't right. do things that are, that are hurting other people. Right. That's just basic human decency there. <laughs> but now these guys can't hurt people's feelings. Now these guys can't be human. They can't go out and, and oh now like these some of these athletes get criticized because they want to go and take paternity leave to go be at the birth of their child. They do?
0: That's crazy. Yeah. That's Everyone wild. should
1: oh, yeah. do that. But that, I mean that happens everywhere.
0: Yeah, but that's what you want to do. But,
2: but that's said. the thing though, was like some of these athletes are like that. Yeah. I think uh who was it? Um Ooh. God was it Boomer Sison, I think? Was it a few weeks ago was talking about how like Uh, You know, he was like, yeah, I would miss the birth of my child so I could go play football. I think it was. It might have been. Phil Sims, but I think it was Boomer. I'm size sure there was seven. some
1: context around it. No, I, and I'm I, think sure. that's, I
2: think it was just like, yeah, sports is more important to me because I wanted to be there for my friends and my, for my teammates. And it's like, to me it's like, I just don't like how we hold these athletes to this higher standard like to where like if an athlete takes, because I think Al Horford a couple years ago was getting criticized for taking paternity leave really? from the Celtics and being like, oh, we'll be here for the game. You just have another kid if you want to go be at the birth. It's like, no. <laughs> like, I just feel like and and it's when we're talking about like common decency, sure. sure when we're exactly. like when an athlete goes out and takes a vacation, and we're like, eh, get, be in your playbook. No, let them go out and have yeah. their vacation. So I just I don't like how we how we've gone about the the criticism of these athletes when they do stuff that is wrong. They deserve to be criticized. They deserve to get ran through because you know hey they they brought it on themselves when they hurt other people. Mm-hmm. But I think when we're getting to a point where we're looking for piddly, small things.
1: That's the other thing. It's like they're just looking for stuff. They're
2: something. just looking yeah. for stuff to be pissed off about. And it's like, no. Like, when you're out here, just like, oh, Tom Brady's throwing precision rounds right now. <sighs> that was ridiculous. Yeah. I was like, no, Tom Brady's running with this shirt off on on Instagram. That's what he's doing. It's like, <laughs> let's just be honest. He's, um, you know, he's working on trying to make sure that his, you know, his receding hairline gets fixed. He's trying to
1: stay up with his gorgeous wife and make sure he looks
2: Trying as good as she kids. does. <laughs> oh, he, he kisses Ron his kids. <laughs> um, real quick, quick kid. text line he chimed in here. Critically.
1: 816, I don't think the Chiefs are bad at judge at judging character, I think. Um, I think they're just willing to accept guys with stuff in their past and work with them. And we I, all know that. I think
2: that is a, that's a great point. I think you're very
1: accurate and Andy Reid is known yeah. for being a coach's, a player's, the players coach. coach. Sorry. And here's the and thing. who gives people second chances mm-hmm. when they are worthy.
2: And so. sometimes you get burned on that. Sometimes it's you make the wrong choice. Like, I mean, we've seen that. I mean, I know that uh, Bill Belichick has made that same. He's kind of gotten that reputation, too, for taking on people right. who have some issues. Yeah. And sometimes it's burned them, and sometimes Other it's times, worked out for him. I mean, he brought down. in Randy Moss, and Randy Moss had quit on the Raiders, and he went out and had the, the most touchdowns in the season for a wide receiver ever. So I think that, that some you're going to get burned on it, and you're, sometimes it's going to work out for you. Uh, I Like I said, for me, I've always been a person about – second chances, Mm -hmm. as long as you are remorseful for what you've done and you're taking the steps to improve yourself. And, like, if you're like Greg Hardy and you're just like, I didn't do anything wrong, nothing, you know, this, that, and the other, (laughs) well, now we got some problems. But if you are taking the steps to be a better person and you've accepted that you've done wrong, I'm cool with that, as long as you're making sure you keep out of those situations.
1: And the last piece for me is that you want to make amends and you want to make sure it doesn't happen again exactly and move forward put it put it behind and then never repeat it Mm -hmm. right all right well thanks for chiming in there 816 we appreciate that when we come back we're sticking with a kansas city topic we're talking about all of the talent that is coming out of kansas city lately finding their way into the big leagues we'll come back with that overtime with jillian and chris 610 sports radio It's a six ten Saturday, which means we are live and local talking all things Kansas City. And this might be my, well, one of my most favorite segments to do as far as today's show goes. We are talking about, just recently, all of the talent coming out of Kansas City. So this was um, spurred by the most recent, I'd say the biggest uh, local guy making it big would be Bubba Starling on the Royals. Obviously, we also just saw yet, uh, yesterday... Sporting Kansas City signed 18-year-old Cameron Duke um, to a contract, another local guy. We have seen, obviously, Beasler, Sinovic with Sporting Kansas City. We saw Shay Groom of Liberty sign with FC Kansas City, the NWSL team um, here in KC, before they left. Um, but it's really cool to see just the talent coming out of the city and um, across the board as far as different sports go.
2: Yeah, that was one of the things that really jumped out to me Last week, when we saw uh, Bubba Starling make his major league debut, that was one that's been seven years in the making. (laughs) Because we were sitting around here for years wondering when Starling was going to get that call up. And I remember, at I think, I mean, a year ago, we were like, maybe we mean, maybe we never see him get called up because he had injury concerns and. When he was down in, in the minor leagues, he wasn't really performing well consistently. So it was really cool to see him finally get that call up. And he did pretty good business for the Royals. I think he did. I think they did like 25000 uh for each game. Nice. At, at least 20000 But I think it was like at least one of the games was like 25000 I think last Saturday's game was. And there was uh, the crowd was really into it. He got a major ovation when he went up to the plate and he got his... Uh, he went out and got uh, a walk in his first plate appearance that friday okay. so that was really cool to see and uh that's i think that's one of the things that a lot of people really like in sports is when you have a guy that's a hometown guy
0: Always. that's yeah. from
2: your city and he can come in and he can play well for your team cuz that's kind of the like in sports we like the the really romantic story of a an athlete from your town who comes back and, and wins one for the city. Kind of like we do that in the NBA all the time. Whenever like you have a top player who's about to be a free agent. We just saw it with Kawhi Leonard, who's from a a town about an hour's, I think it's an hour East of LA. And so, and you also have Paul George who grew up in the suburb of LA and both of those guys just went back to LA to play for the Clippers we, we see this all the time. All these guys are rumored to go back to their hometowns because of that romantic story of playing and winning for your hometown. So it is really interesting to see uh, whenever, you know, whenever we have a hometown guy like Abubba Starling make his debut. And uh, thus far, he's playing pretty well for the Royals. I think he's hitting 292. I think it is maybe a little higher than that thus far in his week of baseball. So, of uh, his ma- week of major league baseball, so I uh, I think that that's really fun to see mm-hmm. as a, as a fan of Kansas City sports because it's always nice when you got the hometown guys like a Beesler, yeah,
1: like, his, like a mean,
2: like a, a Sinovic who can come in there and win one for your town.
1: Right, and then you go to the grocery store and you see him. You know, I, i've
2: never seen any of these athletes at the grocery
1: store i've ran into zussie before i've ran in you know what, what grocery like you just- store do you shop
2: at you can <laughs> just get Zeusie to just show what does he what did what did he buy at the
1: grocery store hey i was actually buying flowers like a for guy. his girlfriend
2: oh he was yeah. he was a flower oh, he was
1: he's, he's but a- i just i think it's so cool that as to your point um it's just so we can relate to them you know we are they are from our neighborhood they are us in a sense yeah. like an extension of us and um to see that continuing to grow out of kansas city in specific is amazing so you know turn the tables to talk about this um 18 year old kid cameron duke if you are a part of the soccer world in kansas city you're aware of the duke family um starting with his father who played very successfully for the comets here in casey um a little while ago now oh, wow. yeah, it was a while ago <laughs> he's been heavily heavily involved in um the Heartland League, which is the biggest league, I would say most competitive league in the Midwest. It happens right here in Kansas. It plays um, at Shields, the complex there. Um, so that family tradition there, it's just huge. Some and
0: porno music? I, yeah. <laughs> I have no idea why it sounds like this. It's bad.
1: Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> not well, ideal, sh- I would say. Spicy show today. Spicy show, so we're c- cooling it off on the out. <laughs> Holy moly. This is where
2: the action happened.
1: Apparently. I know, but Kansas City talent is continuing to grow. Different sports, again, we've named so many just in the soccer world, but Baba Starling was a huge um, example of that. And the talent here is continuing to grow because of the youth levels. So we're just investing more, doing more at a younger age.
2: And if he wins, if he does well. I think we'll love him more because he's from Kansas City.
1: I mean, clearly, and that's that's always the thing, right? Yeah. But um, anyway, great show today. Thanks for hanging with us, guys. Um, we have more 610 Saturdays next week. We're back live and local again, 3 p.m. Hang out with us then, but thanks for hanging with us today. Stay cool. Drink some water. See you next week. Overtime with Jillian and Chris, 610 Sports Radio.